I want to get into the crazy things people buy. Literally. And when I say that, what does that bring to mind as it pertains, like viewing it through the filter of the comic book collectible? Uh, just the variety of options you have for comics instead of just a standard comic. You know, maybe it's a, a double cover or a, uh, an issue that didn't get the proper color strikes. A little bit of an error there. Uh, those are just novelties like that in the hobby. And those tend to be the things that I like. I like a little bit of the outside of the obviously golden age and rare books. I do like a little bit of the strange and unusual. Sometimes it makes them worth money. And I find that fascinating. And when you kind of unravel that, you know, thought process of getting past the uncomfortable aspect of paying for what we jokingly call expensive paper. Mm -hmm. Well, then it starts to become an opinion. So when I say diving into the crazy things people buy, we have to put kind of like quotations around that because it's an opinion. But as an LCS, Russ, you meet so many different collectors. I'm sure you get a, a good taste of the variety because we're talking about scarcity to a degree. Oh, absolutely. We have people who collect a bunch of different type of things. And uh, some of the things that, I mean, I hadn't even really thought about this when we were prepping for this show, but some of the things that people collect are, again, if you get diamond cut comics, comics that kind of went through the thing wrong or staples in the wrong place. One of the things that I really like, and as I get collections, you can tell they've come from the East Coast, ones that are actually stamped like property of Marvel or sure. Marvel complimentary copy, I love those. Or things that are, again, we, we've definitely gone very deep into the Mark Jeweler variants, but there are even ones that are stamped for military use only on the front that were given away to, you know, the soldiers that served overseas. Finding comics like that, sometimes they're worth a premium, sometimes they're not, but there's always a collector for something that's scarce like that. So many of these comic books, they were printed in like, crazy mass. I think maybe to a novice, they'd be surprised how many hundreds of thousands of some of these books exist. Mm -hmm. So when there are these subcategories that get created by the collectors, because, hey, you kind of vote with your dollars here, right. um, then you have a unique situation taking place. On one end, we have the rise of the newsstand. You know, this is a a, a method of distribution that had to be notated by a barcode on the front of the cover that dwindled in um, percentage being created over time to the point now where they make up under 5% of print runs in the modern age. And some key books that are high grade with a newsstand barcode indicates a level of scarcity that makes them hyper expensive. But on the other end, Russ, you've been an advocate of Whitman editions since I've known you, right. which is a comic book that would have been included in a multi-pack right. and, you know, labeled with a different logo. But people don't really care about Whitman's, do they? Not really. And they're basically second prints of these books. But we saw a massive frenzy when you and I made that video about the DCU variants. And those are second and third prints of the DC books. But all of a sudden, people really wanted the DCU logo variants and still don't care about the Whitman variants. They're ostensibly the same thing, just 20 years apart. Dude, we were at um, a recent convention. Shout out, Tony, my brother. And... He was hunting in a bunch of long boxes as we were walking in through the door. I even, I, like, I pointed him out. I'm like, yo, look at it's Tony. And what was Tony doing? He looks up and he look, he's like, he's like a, a, a ravenous beast 
He found prey. He, he, he lifts his head up among the, amongst uh, the long box, the sea of long box, and he goes, yo, man, there's, there's so many Mark Jewelers. I just found a freaking, I hit him, I hit him. I gotta get back in. And awesome. he goes right back, he's digging for these Mark Jewelers. Haven't you seen an interest in Mark Jewelers over the years of just covering the market? Yeah, absolutely. Like I was in on Jewelers early in these double covers, and a lot of people weren't into them maybe 10 years ago. Sure. Okay, so it's slowly grown. And the thing is, we gotta really look at it. There is the normal publication of a book, but then it's so common. There are so many books from the 70s and the 80s. So to see it actually a little bit different adds a little extra excitement to somebody who's already seen it a thousand times in their collecting career. Mm -hmm. So for me, who's seen so many books over and over and over again, to find that abnormality just in the wild. And for Tony, the same thing. Tony is a heavy collector. Shout out Comic Butch. He just joined us on the podcast. Hit the like button, Comic Fan. We do it for Butch. Butch loves jewelers. (laughs) So when he, like you said, I was right next to you. I mean, he was sweating. He was so excited. I mean, I felt it for him. The energy is real at a convention, Comic Fan. I mean, he had fistfuls. He was like, oh, those jewelers I got. (laughs) He could barely talk. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, sorry, we got to go, but I would wish I was digging with you. Keep going. Yeah, so it's just, like I said, it adds a little something different to an already- a big hobby that can be very common if you've been in it long enough. I want to hear from the community in the comment section below. There are so many random like subcategories, whether it's misprints or, you know, how vibrant is the color on the, uh, the, the ink on the cover, which makes it a bit more collectible if it's an expensive book, i.e. giant size or Hulk 181 mm. or even tomb of Dracula one. I want to in the comment section, what tickles your fancy? Because I understand if someone goes, you know what? I, I don't care that there's a double cover. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Tear the, the top cover off like they used to do back in the day because that cover underneath is probably better looking and I'd rather have one cover. I don't want a misprint. I don't want an error print. But then I also understand the person on the other end going, never remove that double cover. That is a unique specimen. Right. You know, what gets you excited? What doesn't make sense. Let me know in the comment section. It'll answer you to win this invincible number one Omni-Man Tyler Kirkham variant. We are fast approaching 55,000 subscribers on the channel. Hot damn comic fam. We don't die. We multiply. Let me know in the comment section below what you think about these anomalies. Oh my gosh. The cat here is real 